I like you, Betty. That's Danny, sir. Danny? I'm gonna give you a little advice. There's a force in the universe that makes things happen. And all you have to do is get in touch with it. Stop thinking. Let things happen. And be the ball. are going to get some sun on the beach you bring the rum and the cut line is gonna bring the picks and plays to get you to the winner's circle cut lines gotcha we're headed down in the dominican republic where the pga will tackle the corales punta cana resort championship but first hello canada hello australia hello usa hello uk hello lithuania Hello, Belgium, Germany, Spain, South Africa. Where else have we been? We've been everywhere around the world. And of course, Indiana, we still do not like you. To our new listeners, I'm so lonely, so lonely, so lonely and sad, real alone. Get no one. Just me only Sitting on my rental throne I work very hard And I'll be make your up great friends But nobody wishes No one understands Seems To our returning listeners We love it That you are back The cut line continues to do great things for fantasy sports And PGA DFS one of the best things that we continue to do is grow your bankroll on a weekly basis. Plenty of shout-outs this week to our winners and wieners. When we are building lineups, we just want you to be in the zone and using our picks and plays, and there's no better way to focus using the cut line. I'm Mike Kevlunas and Lunas on Twitter. How did I do this last week? Well, including betting and DFS, you are looking at a guy who is $1,500 richer. Thank you. Thank you. Cha-ching, cha-ching. But typically, this show is done with the other winner. Sadly, he's not here. My Ty Manafort, the 6K Slayer. He picks them, you play them, you win them. Mad Money Manafort, Zero Iron Zach, at EaglesFan83 on Twitter, is not here. He's stuck at work in Hawaii, and we were supposed to record last night, or Monday night, or whatever night it may be. Here's what happened. Long story short, there were no technical difficulties, nothing like that, but the time difference caused me to fall asleep. I forgot to set the alarm, and Zach's busy. So here we go. You get my voice. Needless to say, he came, he saw, and he kicked ass last week. So we're going to jump right into the good, bad, the ugly, the good. Obviously, the money that I won last week, $1,500. If you guys followed our picks, our plays, you guys should have been golden. 
Um, I know Gunderson out there, one of our loyal followers, made over $500 last weekend. Slayed him in the $12 single entry. So it's good to see you guys doing well and cashing. Um, so that was our good. My bad. All right. My bad would have to be Van Ruyen. I mean, the guy was terrible. And I thought after coming out of the cut, he was going to make a run. He was top uh, top 30. So it was sad to see that. And then the ugly was Colin Morikawa. I argue with Zach feverishly on how he was a solid play here. And sadly, it just didn't come to fruition. Now, the cut line is here to bring you in-depth DraftKings analysis of the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Championship. And I'm going to do the best I can. <laughs> I like these guys. They are funny guys. To make sure your lineups are cashing in on Sunday, be sure to bring in timely wax green side sun chops and a putt that might drop in through the back door. And the goal of the cut line is to make sure that you're creating the best lineups, winning lineups, lineups that are kicking ass and taking names and scoring big with everyone's favorite six of six golfers through the cut line. But it's Wednesday night. You need leverage and you don't know where to go, what to do, where to look, how to research your best bet. Go to Fanshare Sports and FanshareSports.com. Not only do they provide the best ownership projections in the industry. How do I know this? 0.90 RSQ last week. That's like getting an A- on a test, boys and girls. But they offer plenty of research opportunities. Focus. You have tons and tons of information on there and we are just helping people win now easy fix go to fansharesports.com and the discount code write the word cutline and you'll receive 20 percent off your monthly membership ownership is not a leverage to be belittled so the fall swing rolls on to the corrales punta cana resort and championship we're being on challenges for savvy veterans and brand new faces on the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour. Scoring, scoring, scoring. That's what this course is about. It's wide open fairways and many of the golfers in the field are coming from the Corn Ferry Tour. Now, here's our par, our par 72, 7,600 yard course. Ranked 30th out of 47 courses last year with an average score of 71. That's under par. Hole dispersion, 4 par threes 12 par fours and two par fives including two par fives that are over 600 yards um our designer is tom fazio and we're looking at weather right now and we are not too concerned our green type is the pest uh palm it's throughout the course it's slow it's easy some tour players might have a problem on there because it's so goddamn slow now key stats that i'm looking at this week how am i going to gain leverage the field I completely eliminated strokes gain off the tee. I completely eliminated driving accuracy. I completely eliminated any factor that comes off the tee because the fairways are wide open. The sole thing that I'm going to factor is driving distance. I want these guys close to the green, short wedges, get me the scoring, get me the birdies. So I'm looking at approach, ball striking, wedge play, greens and regulation, DraftKings scoring, birdies are better game. That's the key stats that I'm looking at this week. And this is what's going to roll. 
these two putts from victory. Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. So this takes us to our better, birdie or better segment where I'm going to break down each tier of golfer and look at my favorite plays in dates of the week. And we're going to start in this top range all the way with Will Zalatoris down to Sam Bermuda Burns. Now, I only have one interest in here and that's Corey Connors and it's simply a leverage play from the rest of the other four. They're all great plays, don't get me wrong, and you can play them. But Corey Connors is coming in at 14%. Right now, he is the most interesting play that I can have. Will is not a secret. Everyone who did well last weekend played him last weekend. I had him last weekend. The secret is gone. Sam Burns, he's on tour right now. In terms of my confidence ranking, these guys all rank 1, 2, 3. Now, the only guy that kind of stands out with the confidence ranking is Mackenzie Hughes. He ranks 29th. So that kind of does concern me. Um, looking at their overall metrics... Overall ranking, fourth for Sam Burns, fourth for Corey Connors. They tied in uh, Zeltoris, ranks number seven. Now, Mackenzie Hughes, again, ranks 44th. Where he gets his leverage and his points mainly is from, not from scoring, but from his putting. Okay, if his putter is hot, he's probably the best putter in the field, I would argue. Hot putter leads to wins. Now, Fade these guys at your own whisk. I'm looking at Corey Connors. Going down to the 9K range. Emiliano Grillo. I hate playing him. There's no doubt in my mind. He is a hard, tough pill to swallow simply because the man can't putt. But when you look at his last 50 rounds. In the field, he's 5th in approach. 2nd in ball striking. That's good enough for me to say, hey... We should really consider probably rostering this weekend because we know the elite ball striker that Grio is. Now, on top of that, fourth in strokes gain T to green, 15th in good drives gain. I know we weren't talking necessarily about good drives, but we're going to add distance there. So when we add distance to the good drives, I'd like Grio here in this spot. Now, off the tee, Grio ranks eighth overall in the field. Moving forward, looking specifically at... Denny McCarthy. McCarthy going to come on with some ownership. He's coming in with probably 15, 16% ownership. But where I like him is Lee's, uh, Lee Aldrich's uh, course suitability metric, which you can find on Fanchair Sports. He ranks sixth overall. And my confidence ranking ranks number 18. So I like Denny McCarthy here. The one thing I like, though, seventh in my putting ranking, top 10 in my scoring model. Okay. In the last 12 rounds, he ranks third. In the last 24 rounds, he ranks 11th in the scoring model. In fact, he doesn't even. He doesn't even pass the 30th ranking until the last 100 rounds in my scoring model. So I like Denny McCarthy here. Obviously never solid off the tee, but you don't have to be solid off the tee here to be successful. You just need to score. And scoring is the name of the game. The next guy that I'm going to mention is Thomas Dietrich. Okay, You saw Dietrich putting like a madman on Saturday and Sunday at the U.S. Open. The guy finished 49th. Made some crazy putts, and for a course that was so difficult, pretty impressive for him to finish 49th. Now, he lost strokes everywhere, just like everyone else did, but he did gain strokes around the green. So, the one question you kind of have with players who played last weekend, 
are they going to be experiencing that like major hangover? And, and what I mean is, are they going to be struggling with the fact that they are going to have to play an easy course after that grueling four days? It's something that you're going to have to weigh and you're going to have to consider. I'm, I'm all about it. Okay, I am all about playing the guys who played last weekend simply because, like, the course this week is not going to eat them up at all. It'll almost be like a blessing in disguise, right? Wow, this is easy. Oh, don't have to four putt, five putt like uh, Danny Lee did. I hope you check that out on Bleacher Report or some kind of social media. So. Next guy I want to mention is Sepp Straka. Straka we always see in the 6K range. Why? Because the guy simply never, never, never comes to fruition. I've played him plenty of times in the Monsters and Guarantee, but here's his spot. The field is very, very soft. In terms of my projections bottle, he ranks number 17. My confidence, number 8. Course suitability ranking, number 5. But what looks most promising is he's top 10 in my overall stat model, top 10 in putting, Top 5 in scoring and top 10 in approach. Again, we're not considering the driver here. When we take this out, all these guys come into play. Because literally, to miss a fairway on this course and be punished by it is highly unlikely. Not going to happen. So easy of a course. 30th out of 47th. I mean, come on. It's easy. Looking specifically at Straka, though, in this field, he ranks 20th in driving distance. 29th in greens and regulation gain, 9th in opportunities gain. Those three stats right there being top 20, coming in with lower ownership, of course, with the $9,300 salary tag. We're only looking at sub 10% ownership right now. I like Seb Straka as a leverage play and as a pivot. Continuing down to the 9K range, the last guy I'm going to mention is Brendan Grace. And that's kind of like a pivot from the popular Ventura and Pat Perez. I think Grace historically probably won't fit this course like there are intangibles of his game that say eh, it's just not gonna work and and even my projection model kind of says that he's only top 30 in my confidence 30 in my aggregate model top 20 in my in my overall stat model but the thing is is that he can't putt right so he's one of those players that if we go with brandon grace you're hoping to get four days of a hot putter it's gonna be easy to putt right it's slow not a lot of break hopefully grace can get the putter going will be good to go looking at the 8k range first play is charlie hoffman gonna go there okay 22nd in my confidence ranking i haven't projected right now top 25 with 70.78 DraftKings points you look at hoffman and his stats compared to the field he's sixth in birdies or better gain fifth in opportunities gain 13th in greens and regulation gain now he does struggle with driving distance but that's okay i'll trust the approach shot of charlie hoffman who was playing often on tour. Now, the last time we saw him, 56th at the Safeway, 13th at the Northern Trust, miscut at the Wyndham, miscut at 3M Open. Again, all, all four of those courses were much more difficult. So after Charlie Hoffman, we're going down to Henrik Norlander. Again, a, a lower-owned leverage play from the chalk. Like The chalk here is Adam Shank, and I'm not saying don't play him, but these are guys that, most definitely give you options to diversify your lineups. So let's say you get Chalky up top with like Mackenzie Hughes or Sam Burns. Going down to Norlander instead of Adam Shank is an ID 
ideal situation because you're going to be able to draft a guy who's got almost single-digit ownership. He's Right now, he's projected at about 11%. Okay, Seventh in my projections model. Seventh in my confidence model. Where he's going to struggle is with the putter. Now, it's not inconsistent by any means, but it's not elite. He's looking at top 30 in my putting model, Norlander. He's a decent enough putter, and plus the Vegas odds like him. He's currently ranked 14th overall in the Vegas odds model. Going down to the last part of the 8K range, we're looking at Patrick Rogers Again, another leverage play. He's at 10% owned. Ranks out well. Looking at him on Fantasy National, Patrick Rogers ranks 9th in driving distance and 23rd in greens and regulation gain. Okay? Doing that gives him the opportunity to putt for birdie. I like his chances here. Low ownership, pivot, uh, pivot play. Looking down at the 7K range, you got Graham McDowell, Keith Mitchell, Kyung Hoon Lee, and Bo uh, Hostler. These are the four guys that I'm going to be targeting heavily in this 7K range. And the reason is, is that a lot of people are going to go straight to Johnny Vegas and Will Gordon. Now, with Johnny Vegas, no thank you. I don't, I'm not going to have any pieces of Johnny Vegas. But Will Gordon is chalk I'm willing to eat, okay? Will Gordon is chalk I'm going to eat, but I'll touch upon that a little bit later. Graham McDowell, first of all, winner, winner last year. I'm going to take the winner. You look at his metrics, and he's been off this year. He's been brutal this year, and I think that's suppressing his ownership, even though he won here, okay? I'm very surprised about that. The next guy I'm going to mention is Killa Keith Mitchell. All right. So, Mitchell, ninth in birdies are better game, 10th in the field in uh, driving distance, 21st in opportunities game. All right. I like it that he's often on PGA Tour. And plus, he's currently ranking in the top 40 of my fantasy national model. And I think that's a good surveyor of what's going to happen this week specifically. My confidence model, he ranks 24th overall. So I like Keith Mitchell here. I think he's a good, solid play. Again, you're getting leverage to the field with single-digit ownership. When people are going to go to the chalk here, they're going to go to Johnny Vegas. They're going to go to Will Gordon, right? Now, I'm not saying don't play these guys. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that, like, if you're going to eat chalk this week, you are hoping that it hits. Because if they don't, you're you're not going to leverage the field in any way, shape, or form you need to be conscientious of of your lineup builds i'm most definitely going to focus on like lineups that are correlation stats so guys who are long hitters of the ball but good iron play uh good iron play but spectacular on par fives that's what i'm going to look for when i'm building my lineups this weekend and hopefully hopefully similar like last weekend the same thing happens the same thing occurs especially in the 7k range now Johnny Vegas is going to be popular this weekend, all right? It, it, he is. I mean, the name says it all, okay? And plus, he's he's great in this kind of situation. He's 24th in Lee's course suitability metric, and I think he finished top 30 here last year. Um, so I like Vegas as a play. It's just like for this type of weekend, with anyone being able to win and make the cut, I'm not going to buy into 20% on Johnny Vegas. All right, so here's my sleeper player of the weekend. It's Kyung Hoon Lee. All right, Kyung Hoon Lee ranks 25th in my projections model. 
25th, meaning that Kyung Hu Lee at $7,300 is going to have the 25th most projection points. Now, here's the thing. He's going to be well overlooked. Why? He does not have a lot of PJ stats. Okay, you look at him. And around the green, he ranks 27th. That's the only stat on Fantasy National that I would say is like worth noticing and noting. Putting, terrible. All the stats and metrics say that. But when you look at him since the restart, okay, he missed the cut at the Safeway, but he made the cut at the Northern Trust. Missed the cut at the Wyndham. Made it 3M Open. Made it at the Workday Championship. Made the cut at the Rocket Mortgage. Okay? You look at 2020, it's been a mixed bag, but... We have one, two, three, four, uh, three straight made cuts in March and in, in, in late April. April, I'm sorry, February. Wow. <laughs> and then, of course, the big, 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 big made cut at the API. That's a way harder course than it is here. I think his game's growing by leaps and bounds. Kyung Hoon Lee is my sleeper play in this 7K range. You don't need to go crazy to get pieces of him. Right now, he's still single-digit ownership, and I don't see him getting talked up. Last guy I want to talk about is Bo Hostler. Hostler uh, ranks 59th in my confidence model, but that's not what gets me uh, interested in him. What it is is the fact that he can get a hot putter and he can dominate this course. It's exactly what he can do, and that's exactly what we're ho- like hoping for. His form, terrible. It is awful. Like It really is. But when you look at Bo Hostler historically, he fits this type of course very, very well. He's going to do excellent on slower greens. 23rd at the Safeway, 49th in the Northern Trust. So he's obviously found something in these last two tournaments to get his game in, in, in order. Before these 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 miscuts, he had not missed a cut since January. Okay, Since before the restart, he had not missed a cut since January. So the game is there. High risk, don't get me wrong, but I am going to take shots on Hostler here or there. So in this 7K range, that, that that basically says it all. Like it it there's a lot to choose from, from Kurt Kitayama to JJ Spawn, guys that are obviously going to have some ownership, uh Kiz. You got Scott Brown, Vincent Whaley, Nate Lashley, and the, now we're entering like the 6900 range, but Whew. Stu can't do it. No. 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 Hell no. Can't do it. So this is the cut line signature segment called Can't Do It. Won't do it. Where I'm going to tell you who I can't play, and this is a player who's garnering double-digit ownership. Double-digit ownership. I can't believe it. So I, I was talking about it at the beginning, but that's Mackenzie Hughes. He's already looking at like 24-plus percent ownership. I just think of all those top guys, he does not fit the course the best, and I can't play him. I cannot play Mackenzie Hughes at that kind of chalk. It, it's just foolish. And the same player to also fit this bill, Johnny Vegas. Those two guys, strictly based on ownership, their leverage plays, their ownership pivots. I don't want any pieces of them simply because of that. Okay, 
too much ownership shares going to these two guys. Yeah, they're good golfers for this course, for this field, for this tournament, and for their price. Still, uh, miscut or you know a low finishing position is just going to simply do you in this weekend. Woo. All right, so this takes us to our MG Monsters and Guarantee, where I'm going to tell you my monster player who I believe will finish in the top 25 and my guarantee players who will make the cut. We're going to combo it up here. All right, and here are your 6K players that I like. Josh Teeter, Martin Laird, Aaron Badley, and Tyler McCumber. All right, these are the four that I'm going to go with. First of all, Josh Teeter. 31st in my confidence model ranking. Doesn't show well on the projections model, but on his overall stat model, because of his recent form, ranks 8th overall in what I'm valuing. Big time score. Where, what holds him back is the putter, and that's why he's at 68K. Look, you need scoring here. Josh Teeter fits that build. Next guy I'm going to mention is Martin Laird and, and Aaron Badley. Now, Laird ranks 25th in my confidence model, ranks 15th in my overall stat model. But again, we're dealing with putter issues, okay? With the putter issues, I'm willing to overlook it in this tournament simply because putting is going to be so easy. Hence why I'm going to uh, roster Griot, okay? Looking at Aaron Badley, he's second around the green and 28th in birdies or better gained. So again, we're hoping for some scoring here. Is he going to blow you out of the water? No. Do you got to go crazy in terms of ownership? No, you don't. But he is a guy I want to have pieces of. Last guy I'm going to mention, Tyler McCumber. Um, long story short, there are no numbers necessarily that are going to say, hey, roster this guy. He's a great option for you guys this weekend. But there, there's just, I mean, he's 29 years old. Plays on PGA Tour. You know, we'll see. We'll see how he does. But, missed the cut last weekend. Just got one of those gut feelings. That's basically what it comes down to. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys. To boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. So that's it. It's over. It's all over. That'll wrap up for the cut line. And the Sanderson Championship starts next week. And we're going to break that down. Zach and I will be back together once again. I want to give a big shout out to you, the listener, for spending time with us. I want to thank Fanshare Sports. I normally thank Zach right now, but I'll thank him anyway, even though he's not here. Looking forward to having you back next week. Appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. And that'll do it for the cut line. Go and get that green.